Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. comes in and everybody is prophesying then the effect of that is now you've, you have an understandable a clear understandable message from God being communicated from everybody in the room now if that's taking place do you understand it's going to be a consistent message well, why do I say that because there's one communicator In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that the Bible has very specific parameters for the gift of tongues. The Bible says that there should be an interpreter, someone who knows what the message says. The Bible also says that the gift of tongues isn't best suited for corporate worship. Unfortunately, some may see it as insanity and be scared away. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. He says, on the other hand, if somebody comes in and everybody is prophesying, then... The effect of that is now you have an understandable, a clear understandable message from God being communicated from everybody in the room. Now, if that's taking place, do you understand it's going to be a consistent message? Why do I say that? Because there's one communicator. Now, there may be many vehicles, many instruments, but one message, one communicator all saying the same thing. Have you, ever, have you ever had that happen in your life? Where, you know, you start your day and maybe you open the Bible and you read a passage and you get out in the car and you turn the car on, you turn on the radio and, and you hear something that, it may, maybe that same passage or maybe just something that directly relates to it. And then a little while later you get an email from somebody at work and they're saying the same thing and it's just over and over and over from different sources and you realize, wait a minute, Twice, three times, eh, but this is ridiculous. This has to be God. has to be God. And that's what he's talking about. But what if it was all in tongues? It's just nothing at that point. And that's the contrast. Again, that's the contrast that he's making. If everybody's speaking in an unintelligible language, what you have is chaos. If everybody's speaking the same message, now you have conviction. Now you have conviction. Because the person realizes, wait a minute, this has to be supernatural. This can't be normal. There's something to this. And so they're, they're, they're cut to the heart. And, and you have the, you know, those, the different 
results. And, and so he says, you know, it, it's all about order. Verse 26. You know, how, how is it? When you come together, everybody has a psalm, a teaching, a, a tongue, a revelation, interpretation. Let all things be done for edification. Everybody in Corinth wanted to get in on the act. And he says, listen, there, there has to be, the, the focus needs to be the building up of the body. That everybody's being, being built up. If anyone speaks in a tongue, let there be two or at the most three. Not everybody at once, but each in turn. And let one interpret. If there's no interpreter, then keep your mouth shut. Which implies that you can. People will say, oh, I just couldn't help. Him. I remember one time in, you know, this little church I attended, this guy just gets up in the middle of the worship time. He's knocking chairs over. He's running around, you know, and, and, and afterward, you know, after he's literally, you know, knocked chairs out of the way and bumped into people and behaving like a madman, he says, I'm sorry. You know, the Holy Spirit just came on me. And the implication was he couldn't control himself. Well, then that wasn't the Holy Spirit that came on you. Because the Bible says you're able to control yourself when the Holy Spirit comes on you. The spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. If Keep your mouth shut. If you realize there's no one to interpret, you know, you're wanting to speak out in tongues and, and you're not sure that there's somebody around you that, that could do that, which again implies it needs to be in a small group setting and not a large group setting. Generally speaking, you know, you need to kind of know who you're dealing with. He says you, you can and must be quiet. And just look at verse 28. If there's no interpreter, let him keep silent in church and let him speak to himself and to God. Do you understand it? It's okay. You may, you may be in here on a Sunday morning and you hear someone quietly praying in tongues behind you or in front of you. That's okay. They're quietly doing it. That's great. Praise God. Good for them. It's between them and the Lord. So he's not trying to give us some kind of, you know, legalistic formula. I heard you. That's not biblical. You know, that's not what he's talking about. That's not what he's talking about. Great. Good for them. They're being, you know, they're spending some time with the Lord being built up and wonderful. That's good. That's not a problem. And then he goes on with the whole prophecy thing. He's like, listen, every single one, if, you, if, if all of you have something to say, fine. But one at a time. One at a time. As long, and as long as, you know, understand that the context is it's not about you. It's not just because you want to be sure you get heard. If that's it, well, then you need to get along with the Lord a little bit more because everything should be done for edification. That's the goal here, that, 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 that others are encouraged, that others learn. Verse 33, for God is not the author of confusion but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. Now, I'm going to just quickly wrap this up because he moves straight from that into let your women keep silent. Verse 34. Look at that. My goodness, Paul, why did you do that? Let your women keep silent in the churches. They're not permitted to speak. They're to be submissive, as the law also says. And if they want to learn something, let them ask their own husbands at home, for it's shameful for women to speak in church. Or did the word of God come originally from you? Was it you only that it reached? If anyone thinks himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things which I write to you are the commandments of the Lord. But if anyone is ignorant, let him be ignorant. Therefore, brethren, desire earnestly to prophesy. Do not forbid to speak with, with tongues. Let all things be done decently and in order. Now, this thing about women speaking in church, the best explanation 
that I've seen for that was, again, as we talked about earlier, it had to do with the culture in Corinth. And if you go back to chapter 11 and look at that passage and look at what he said and listen to the tape when we went through it, he actually talked about the women, you know, ministering in the public setting, you know, and sharing prophecy and, you know, that, that kind of thing. Back in, And he didn't tell them not to do it. He didn't tell them not to do it. He just told them that they need to be culturally appropriate. They, they wear the veil. Women who were, were not veiled in Corinth were prostitutes. And he said, you know, you need your head covered. You need to, you need to wear the veil when you, when you speak like that. So what is he talking? If he's not telling them to sit down and shut up, what is he saying? And the best explanation for it that I've read or, or heard, which we know to be true, that culturally they were still divided, meaning that just like in the Orthodox synagogues today, the men are on one side. Women are on the other. When we were looking to buy the uh, synagogue building years ago, the, um, they had a little small group, and they, they built a little closed-off area so that the, the women were behind a... It was like kind of like what we use for a sound room, but they built it out of just some little cheap materials, and then they put like a cheesecloth, you know, so that the, the rabbi couldn't see the, the women as he's speaking. He's speaking only to the men. Women were allowed to listen, but they would they would be divided. And as this is taking place, you know, for a woman on this side to to yell out, you know, hey George, what does he mean by that? It's like that's just, you know, ask him when you get home. Don't be disruptive. That's that's just shameful. And I tend to think that's exactly what he was what he was talking about because we know from other areas of Scripture that there were women in leadership. There were women teaching. Paul refers to, to Lydia. He refers to Priscilla in chapter 11. He didn't tell them, sit down and shut up. You shouldn't be prophesying in church. You shouldn't be speaking out. He just said, you, you wear the veil. You need to have your head covered. So I believe that's exactly what he's, what he's saying. That again, dealing with order. And so he's, as he wraps it up, he says, Therefore, brethren, earnestly... Desire earnestly to prophesy. Make that the focus. And, and don't forbid speaking in tongues. He's, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, but put this thing in, in order. Let all things be done, but let them be done decently and let them be done in, in order. Because God, did, He doesn't want chaos. He's not the author of confusion. And so we shouldn't have it in our, in our public gatherings. been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? 
please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? Please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying. And if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.